Welcome back to Bat Rankings. Come for Batman. But stay for Anthony. I'm your head scientist. Remember when we did science on this show? We did. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Yeah, we yeah. all... I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me as always. <laughs> and I'm Kenny Wendorski. And we... What, what what were we talking about? Uh, you, you made the mistake of asking me how my week was going. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, my uncle Chuck died of leukemia last week. Yeah. I'm... So that's the latest news. Also, I got an ice bath in my apartment. That's that's good. That that part's more fun. That's good news. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I got to stop asking you how you're doing, man. He's, 2019 has not been a great year. It's, so. it's, you know, let's talk about the ice bath. <laughs> it hurts like a bitch every well, time. Well, uh, but it's supposed to be good for me. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's good. No, I got it. Got it uh, delivered yesterday. A friend of mine is. This is his business. Is he manufactures ice baths? Like you know, the polar bear club. They right. cut the hole in the ice in a frozen lake and jump in there. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's it's supposed to be. People ask me, Ben, why are you doing this? And I linked them to a Calvin and Hobbes cartoon where Calvin is making fun of his dad and says, Calvin, do something you hate. Misery builds character. (laughs) I guess this is it then. Yes. The (laughs) idea is, I mean, actually, I, (laughs) when I first moved back to Tucson, back to Arizona, it was not quite as ass hot as it is right now. Right. And because I wasn't used to the the time zone change yet i would wake up at like four in the morning and have nothing to do but just go on long walks and because it was still freezing cold at least you know at four in the morning it was it felt like i was getting back to something like cool and primal right like our caveman ancestors like this is what they did they woke up before dawn they had to go out and hunt and like exist in the cold and I was dealing with some shit. And now I can't do that anymore because even at four in the morning... It's too hot. It's still like 80 degrees. Yeah, yeah. So now, like this morning, I woke up at four in the morning for no reason and I got in my ice bath and suffered. Yes. This is my life. <laughs> I'm happy that you're happy. I That sounds like just sheer agony to me. So. <laughs> oh, I mean, it is. Like, there are people... Like I have friends who are way into this and they'll say, yeah, you know, it gets easier and you get acclimated. I've done it, I don't know, a dozen times now, and it hurts like a bitch every time. <laughs> but that's like, it's the challenge, man. Well, you're in this new health thing. You you only eat at certain times of the day because yeah. of digestion or something? I, yeah, yeah. I've been doing this intermittent fasting thing, which, speaking of which, I missed I missed my window yesterday. I, I only had one meal, whereas usually I have, you know, a big meal right when I'm first allowed to eat again. Right. And then another one, like, you know towards the end to because i know i'm gonna be hungry and last night i went to this movie movie night thing a bunch of independent filmmakers in phoenix and the timing didn't work out and by the time i got out it's like oh well missed my eating period Ah. so yeah and uh (laughs) so you know what i'm doing as soon as we're done recording (laughs) yeah uh that's yeah you're you're doing a new thing that's good it's you're eating Try and try and new stuff yeah. out. I honestly can't say like people ask, do you recommend this for others? And 
I can't honestly say I've only been doing it for a couple of weeks, so who knows? Right. I can't honestly say that I've noticed any big difference, so I'm not going to stand here and say, and everybody should do it. <laughs> right. But it seems to be working out all right for me. Well, so, you know, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but what I can recommend to everybody is Batman the Animated Series. Yes, the one, the true, the only the Batman. only Batman. Even if there are other Batman, even if one of the other Batman was part of this episode. Yep. Uh, this is this is like what you do when you're, when you're rebooting a popular character or franchise. You always get the cameo from the previous version yeah. to let, you know, the actor who played McCoy was in the pilot of Next Generation. If you got some reason you want my atoms scattered all over space, boy. That's right, he was, huh? And so was uh, the guy who played Scotty. He did an episode, too. Oh, laddie, you've got a lot to learn if you want people to think of you as a miracle worker. Yeah, he did an episode. They got Leonard Nimoy in there. Right. And then, of course, Generations, the, the first movie... Yeah. With the Next Generation cast, they yeah. had to get Kirk in there. Yeah, they weren't too... They're like, ah... They didn't, like, do right by him or anything, but by <laughs> God, they got Shatner to show up. Right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you get Adam West in this one. Adam West playing, appropriately enough, Simon Trent slash the Grey Ghost, who's this, like... He reminds me of the Shadow. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Did right. you ever... I don't know what your experience with the character of the shadow is. The only thing that I know was the Alec Baldwin 1994 movie, but I am aware that he was a presence in radio uh, back in, I think it was like forties, maybe even earlier. Yeah. Maybe earlier than that. I think cause he was, cause Batman originated in the forties and the shadow okay. was at least 10 or 20 years before that. Right. So yeah, like oldest of the old school. He's one of those uh, characters that I'm aware of, but mm. never was really introduced to. But I, yeah, I know of his importance to pop culture. So Yeah, I actually went back to the source with The Shadow at one point. I just, at the time I was working a job and I had a fairly long commute. And so I went to the library, go to your local library, kid, support your <laughs> local library, <laughs> and got this, and I checked out this CD box set of a bunch of the old shadow radio plays from huh. like the twenties. Wow. Yeah. And listened to them. And it was, I know it it's more of a historical curiosity than anything else. Right. Although on that level there, it's really interesting because part of the contract they had with their sponsors, there was no like time limit or, or like, Hey, if you take these radio plays and release them in a different medium, it was like, no, we are your sponsors, and you will include these ads anytime you present this program in perpetuity. Huh. So not only did they have the the radio plays, they also had the commercial breaks. And it was sponsored by Pennsylvania Blue Coal. Okay. Because <laughs> they didn't have central heating back then. They oh, had Franklin yeah. stoves in a lot of their houses. I was thinking you were going to say a cigarette brand. Yeah, I no, was waiting was... for it. I was... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, kids, what helps me unwind after a hard day? <laughs> Solving crimes. What's that, Shadow? <laughs> uh, no, but go ahead and, uh, and, and Google Fred Flintstone. Uh, I forget if it's Winston or Laramie cigarettes. Yeah, Barney, Winston tastes good like a cigarette chug. It's a trip, man. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, but, we can't judge it really because that they didn't really yeah. have the awareness of it, the scientific yeah. data yet. So. I think it's one of those things where the science was pretty much in, but it hadn't quite percolated to the popular consciousness gotcha. that this was bad. Gotcha, gotcha. 
And there was a lot of misinformation because the cigarette companies were sponsoring their own pseudoscientific studies right, to, yeah. to try to prove that it's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, fortunately, now we live in an enlightened time right. when nothing like that no, happens. No, nothing about global change at all. Yeah. Everything's fine. Well, yeah, Don't you, worry about there's it. There's nobody spreading misinformation about the, the side effects of vaccines. And, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. We live in an era of science. Science. When we can stand here in our lab coats and scientifically prove <laughs> which episodes of Batman are the best. Exactly. These, Beakers this, and all. Yep. We've got, as far as you know, in this audio-only program, we're in a laboratory with beakers and test tubes. There's blinking lights. Yeah. Half the lights, I don't know what they do. Yeah, I, you know, I meticulously go through and erase the ping sound from the machine that goes ping. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I see you have the machine that goes ping. Just, just, you know, for a cleaner listening experience for you. Right. But it's there, and I want you to know that. Yeah. (laughs) So, we open up on black and white. It's just opening up as if it's an episode of The Grey Ghost. And it's gorgeous. Oh, it's so cool. This animation, especially this opening, holy crap. Just amazing. Yeah, I had to look up. This is Spectrum, is the, the animation studio, which is an animation studio. They also did Heart of Vice. Oh, okay. It's a bunch of employees that split off from TMS, which is one of the ones that we've pointed out is doing some of the best animation. Right. That went out of business because they spent too much money getting the animation really, really good and went over budget over and over again and finally had to shut down because they were too good at their jobs. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. It cost cost too much. Well, we lost the studio, but I mean, we gained... We gained some great episodes. So. Yeah, well, and I, I, apparently a bunch of the employees then went on to form or to, to at least work at another studio called Production IG that mostly worked in anime that's known for some really, really good looking anime. So right. you can't keep a good dog down. No, it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> But the visual storytelling is so incredible. Yeah. In this episode, we're treated to these lovely, it, it finally like pans out. From this this episode of the Grey Ghost where the Grey Ghost is foiling a mad bomber to see little Bruce Wayne, little babby eight-year-old Bruce Wayne yep. watching on his old black and white TV in the living room sitting too close to the screen. And boy, if there's one thing that this episode does, it's it communicates the joy of being a child and yep. watching this silly, campy pulp stuff that we know as adults and scientists... Maybe isn't always the greatest, <laughs> but when you're a kid, goddammit, it, it's all gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this opening sequence sells that so well. Uh, now, uh, also, we get a little glimmer at uh, Tom Wayne yep, uh, looking Thomas at his Wayne. son. Um, this time, I think he's voiced by. Um, it's not Bull from Nightly Horror. <laughs> yeah, no, he, I'm fairly sure this is Kevin Conroy right yeah, now. Yeah, so he's doing a little double role. But uh, yeah, anytime you get to see Bruce as a little kid before tragedy strikes, yep. it's nice. Yeah, it's, nice. It, it's always nice to remember a time when he was happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it it cuts back and forth between these flashbacks and, and the present day and sets up some parallels in the next few scenes. Right. We've got... A mad bomber, both in this black and white gray ghost episode and in the present in color, 
blowing up buildings, sending ransom notes. The the Grey Ghost is talking to the police chief. Batman talks to Commissioner Gordon. And the the ransom note is word for word, too, from the episode. Right. And that's when... And it's the same kind of buildings. It's a plastics building at the beginning. Yeah. I think it's a bank at yeah. the second one. And then a library, library I think, is the for final the third. One. Yeah, that's right. So it uh, follows the script... Uh, in real life. Yeah. And and Batman remembers these episodes and he rem- he's starting to grok like, oh, this is a copycat crime. Somebody got this idea from this old episode of The Grey Ghost. But as a child, oh, it was too late at night and he fell asleep and he never saw the ending. And Daddy, Daddy Wayne <laughs> bundled, him up, bundled him up. So we had to do some research and we were kind of <laughs> laughing at this. Now, nowadays, there's this thing called Google. It would yeah. have been pretty quick, pretty easy to figure it out. Nowadays, it is possible <laughs> for me to find an episode of Hammerman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds on Google will turn up Hammerman. And, you know, if, if folks get on that, uh, get on that Apple Podcasts and right. hit that five-star review, we might have to review that. <laughs> But back in the day, back in 92, when this episode was made... He had to go to a... I was thinking of the comic book store nerd from uh, From The Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, I called him comic book guy in my notes. (laughs) Worst episode ever. Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. (laughs) Uh, It's this chunky older gentleman. He kind of looks like me in about 10 years. Uh, He works at a video store, and Bruce is like, Hey, you have every video uh, cassette tape. Uh, yeah, how about the Grey Ghost? Not that one. Turns out the studio that owned all the reels, all the, mm-hmm. the raw footage of it, uh, had a giant fire and all the negatives are gone. Yep. So shoot. Which is, which is something that happened to another pulp classic, Doctor Who. Some of the early episodes, I don't think it was a fire. They just plain didn't think anybody would care and they threw out a bunch of their backup copies. That makes me think, I've heard about this for a lot of 80s cartoons that I grew up with. They... You can't find them anymore because, you know, no one thought about nostalgia. Yep. Here we are in our 30s and we're like, oh, man, I really want to watch, you know, I'm I'm sure Dino Riders is on the Internet. But I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there like, oh, yeah. well, remember Dino Riders or um, other 80s classics? It's nostalgia. We're, yeah. we're all guilty of it. And so the battle continues in a new place in time with Dino Riders. Yeah, there's there's a website that is dedicated to tracking down these. I'll link it in the show notes because I found it while trying to turn up a full episode of Hammerman. I can't wait to do this. Oh my god, people get on that. We're gonna do it anyway. We're yeah. just not gonna release it unless you uh, unless you hit those. Please let us do this. Come on. But uh, yeah, it turns out uh, all the footage is gone, and then we cut to the struggling out of work actor, Simon older Trent. gentleman, yeah. Simon Trent, who... and he's he's got his landlord knocking on the door. Pay up, Trent. You're late on your rent. And... I'm a poet and was not aware of that fact. <laughs> <laughs> and Simon Trent, uh, he gets a call from his agent. Sorry, you didn't get the part. Everyone still thinks of you as the gray ghost. But he's an actor. He can do any part. I know. We'll find something. Yeah, very. They're very much playing up. Oh, and again, I missed all this subtext as a child. But this character basically is Adam West, who yeah. had this iconic role and then was typecast and found it hard to get work. Yeah. And I think this is true for a lot of actors uh, that get these iconic roles. Mm-hmm. 
maybe not everyone from Star Trek The Next Generation, but I'm pretty sure there are several people that you'll point at and be like, hey, you're Beverly Crusher. Yeah. Well, I've done other things too. No, Beverly Crusher. You're <laughs> Beverly Crusher. You yeah, know. I mean, <laughs> both Shatner and, and Nimoy famously sort of vacillated about how much they wanted to identify with their best-known roles. Right. Get a life, will you, people? <laughs> Crying out loud, it's it's just a TV show. Alec Guinness from Star Wars famously made a child cry. Yeah, because he d- didn't didn't particularly care for Star Wars. It was just a job for him. Right, and becoming so closely identified with a character that he could kind of take or leave. A little child went up to him and wanted his autograph and said, "Okay," he said, "Okay, I will do that for you if you promise never to watch Star Wars again." <laughs> so <laughs> that's sad. Yeah. But uh, this role has kind of destroyed his life because that's all he's ever known for. Yeah, and he he clearly feels conflicted about it because he he calls the gray ghost old friend, right? And he's like he's. You know, touching the toys that he still he keeps still keeps all the memorabilia. He has clear affection, but he has to sell all his stuff to a a different comic book store collector with spectacles. Yep, who is super excited about having this, and he he says as he's walking away, "Well, old friend, you've paid the rent for the last time." Yep, and I couldn't remember when we talked about this last time whether this comic collector this collector character was modeled after Paul Dini or Bruce Tim. Turns out it was Bruce Tim, but I was sort of right both times. The the overweight looking gentleman. Okay. He was modeled after Paul Dini. Oh, so they are okay. both in this episode. Okay. And I was I was good podcast Ben this time. I did some research. <laughs> it's good podcast Ben. Hey, I'm back. I did it. <laughs> yeah, Paul Dini uh was both in this episode and on an episode of Tiny Toon Adventures, which he you know, also yep. famously worked on. He was caricatured in that, too. And apparently, he lost a lot of weight after that. Because after... Oh, <laughs> that they drew him? Okay. Drew, yeah, drawing him as, as you know, the comically fat guy. He uh, kind of looked at himself uh, like, oh, you know what, I better, I better take better care of myself. Okay. So, good, uh, good on him that he, <laughs> you know, took that as... As an impetus for self-improvement. Yeah. So, you know, everybody yeah. should live healthy. Right. Uh, but after he sells all the stuff, his stuff is returned. And it turns out that Batman needs to employ the out-of-work actor, Simon Trent, because only he knows how the storyline is supposed to go. Yeah. And uh-huh. he, he sends him a note, meets him out. I'm not sure if there was... Was there significance to where they met? Seems yeah, like they met right in front of the library where that bomb was supposed to go off. Okay, that's right. Because, yeah, it's, uh, it's a very scenic scene. It's, you know, these nightlit Gotham streets. Yeah. Okay. And he tells him, you know... Of course, Simon Trent's freaking out. He's never seen Batman before. Yeah. And uh, Batman's like, look, I need your help. This is from an episode of yours. And, of course, Simon Trent says what I think any actor would say. That was years ago, and I did hundreds of those. I don't remember... But then a sound goes off. It's like a buzzing... Yeah, like high-pitched, whining buzz. I was thinking of an electric shaver, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, it goes off, and Simon Trent hears it. And he's like, oh, I know that sound. And that's when Batman pushes him away. There's a big explosion. Take a shot. Yeah. 
Please don't take a shot with every explosion in this <laughs> episode. This is a, yeah. The character's called the Mad Bomber yeah. for a reason. I think this might actually beat out the Cat and the Claw for the most explosions. Uh, I don't know. I, cat and Claw had so many, especially in that end. But still, yeah. drink responsibly, kids. Yes, uh, please. Don't be like Uncle Kenny. Yeah, um, yeah. if at all. <laughs> and if you can't drink responsibly, don't drink. There you go. Uh, so big explosion. Uh, Batman and Simon Trent, uh, he gets the reel, mm-hmm. rewatches it, and he gets to find out that it's these tiny little remote controlled uh, yeah, cars, cars, RC cars that have this distinct look. They have a little rotating, um, I wouldn't call it a cannon, it's more like a eyeglass thing, I guess. Maybe that's where the uh, camera is for yeah. the Mad Bomber. And he says, you got to be kidding me. Because it does look kind of comical. Yeah. Tiny little RC cars. But they're <laughs> packed with C4. Uh, he warns Commissioner Gordon. And Commissioner Gordon does stop. He did Yay! it. Yay. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon tells his cops to, if you see a tiny buzzing car, shoot it. Yeah. And, and they do. And they're able to you know detonate these things before they get to their targets. There's, I don't know, they... There's, there might be two or three instances over the course of this episode where they actually detonate something in such a way that there's no collateral damage. Yeah. Most of the time it's like, okay, well, because of this elaborate chase sequence, that car blew up a different building yeah. <laughs> or car or you know, like full-size person yeah. car or piece of property. But I don't know that we're actually helping much. Yeah, kids like them explosions. Yeah, so. I mean... They're beautiful explosions. They're good explosions. Batman goes down an alleyway tracking a car. There's no C4 in that. It was a decoy. And a bunch of cars are coming towards him. Rope falls down. It's the great ghost. Helps pull him up. In costume because Batman has, in the course of tracking down the, the tapes and the memorabilia, bought the gray ghost costume, which he had sold to the collector and returned it to him with a note. And so Grey Ghost is out here in full cape, fedora, goggles. And it's, there's a full moon in the background. His cape's blown in the wind. Mm. It's, it's psychotic. He's just like a Batman, you know, opening. It's yep. great. It is amazing. And Batman at first is saying, hey, thanks for the help, and is about to leave and thinks better of it. Like, hey, man, you want to team up on this? Let's do this. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Brings him back to the Batcave, shows him around. It's this wonderful bonding moment. Uh, they check the fingerprints, and the fingerprints match Simon Trent. Dun, dun, dun! But it's real quick. <laughs> they, yeah. I feel like they might have missed a little opportunity to kind of play with this a little bit more. Like, you betrayed me. Yeah, it, it makes some <laughs> sense that Batman might suspect him, but as viewers, we know that Trent was... that. Trent was running out of money before. That's true. Uh, you know these these crimes had already been happening before Trent started having money troubles. So, as as an audience, if you're paying close attention, you know that there's no way he can be the yeah. culprit. It would have been a fun little added moment, but I mean, we're half hour episodes, so yeah, it's it's fine. Uh, the fingerprints match him because they were his cars. He yeah, these were the original them. props that yeah. he sold to the toy collector. Dun, dun, dun. Cut to this little guy. <laughs> Nerdy, nebbishy. <laughs> looks like Bruce Tim, apparently. Real upset. His master plan, which is a little stupid. Yeah. It's not a little. It's a lot stupid. It's, it's pretty stupid. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> we were both laughing at the end. We were like, oh, really? Yeah. 
and he makes such a such a turn on a dime from friendly neighborhood. Oh my gosh, I love your toys so much. To yeah. <laughs> I'm evil yeah. and will blow things up to make money to buy more toys. I like toys. Toys are everything. Yes. He was just trying to get a ton of money to buy more toys. Yeah. Why didn't he just steal the toys? <laughs> He's such an evil mastermind. But no, he's gonna ransom to get money yeah. but uh um, so yeah the 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 who we find out eventually is the villain is paper thin in this episode yeah he's but he's not the focus the focus really is the isn't. gray ghost it's the simon trent yeah. struggling actor yeah the nostalgia meta, yeah you know revealing the inspiration that batman you know there's there's a line and adam west he is an actor and he can do more than just play you know, goofy Batman with yeah. his I'm projecting in my superhero voice. Yeah, come on, boy wonder. Yeah. <laughs> so And and he delivers this line where you know Batman shares with him in the Batcave how much inspiration he took, and Trent has been going through his whole life thinking the greatest accomplishment I ever did in my life is making this pulpy old show that nobody even remembers. And he says So it wasn't all for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it tugs them heartstrings, yeah. and yeah. so I am. If that's what we're spending our screen time on, I'm willing to forgive us a pretty paper thin, silly comic book villain. You got to have a villain in there. Now, I don't know this for sure. There mm-hmm. is a Toy Man villain from Superman. Yes. Do you think this is him, or is I, this just made up? You know, I did a, a deep dive through the whole DCAU, like yeah. I don't know, ten years back. I'm showing my age here. And <laughs> I had the same thought until I got to there is a Superman episode featuring the, the toy man. But he's just got this toy big helmet on. Yeah. So we never see who he really is. That's, you know, that's a good question. If we... <laughs> but if you know... Yeah, let us know. <laughs> Could it be the same guy? Could be. I don't know. But uh, yeah, yeah, big neither, fire. Neither of them have much to do with the classic comics version of the toy right. man who is... Who is just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fire happens. All the toys destroyed. Um, cut to the yeah, re-release the, of the yeah. Grey Ghost on VHS. Yeah. Grey Ghost gets to gets to get on, on the action. I don't know how an elderly actor who never had any actual combat training that we know of. He's swooping in, kicking, doing flips. But <laughs> I, I give zero shits about the realism. Yeah. This is It is awesome seeing him jump back into the action. And. And yeah. with an autograph signing. Yeah, apparently there's, you know, because he has saved his last copy of the tapes, they're getting a home video re-release. He's back on the cover of magazines. Everybody's remembering how great this old show they grew up with is. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Wayne goes to the signing and delivers to him, you know, tells him the same thing he told him as Batman. I always watched your show with my father. You were my hero. And I think that's him giving him a sly wink saying, hey man, I'm going to let you in on my secret because yeah. that's that's the respect that I have for you. I Do you think he knew? I think he did. I think it was kind of one of those, okay, I'm not going to make a big deal out of this, but you know, they, they just kind of share a look that makes me think, yeah. I, I don't think he knew, but at the same time, I could see it interpreted the other way. Yeah. So, but yeah, and that's the end. Yeah. That's Beware the Grey Ghost. Uh, so... 
Here it's time for the science. Let's pull some. Well, before we get to the the strict science, do yeah. you think this episode held up? Just yes. overall. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I definitely do. I was excited when we last spoke. Uh, we were up in Gilbert for the last one, yep. and when I saw this one coming up, I was like, yeah, yeah. This one is, I think, almost everyone who's a Batman fan remembers this one. Yeah. This Very is, memorable. This is meta. This is Adam West. This is two universes. Coming yep. together. Yeah. If you're a Batman fan, this one's just essentially catered to you. Yeah, the the story itself is pretty simple and straightforward with just the most minute little twist at the end. Yeah. But none of that matters because it's not about that. It is about the affection and love that we all feel for these classic yeah. characters and showing us that the characters that we love all come from somewhere and have heroes of their own. I remember this one, it actually debuted on my birthday. Oh. So I have a fond memory of this one. I was hoping there'd be a new episode, mm-hmm. and uh, it was on November 4 that this one premiered. And I was like, hey, this is hey. a new episode. So this one brings me back. I think it was in fourth grade or fifth grade. And so, I, yeah, this not only is it a good episode, I have a fond memory of it. Absolutely. All right, let me pull up my science machine here. Lab coats on, pants is off. Lab coats on, pants is off. <laughs> okay, we've currently got a list of 15. <laughs> you sure you want to do them all? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll hit the top 10. Okay. Two-Face, See No Evil, Cat in the Claw, Heart of Ice, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, On Leather Wings, and Christmas with the Joker is our current top 10. Five more after that for flavor. All right. Random number generator. Is this episode better or worse than... Number one, Two-Face. Look, this episode is incredible and I love it, but... Two-Face... Two-Face is the best we've seen so far. Yeah. Still. Yeah. uh, I mean, Two-Face had, you know, tugged the heartstrings at least as much... Had, you know, the the noir style that Two Face offered was at least as good as the the pulp style that this one offers. Yeah, and it had it had a better story, a better villain, a better tragedy. Yeah. So this is that's none of that is to slight Beware the Great. Yeah, exactly. It's still a great episode, but yeah. not number one. All right, moving on. Is the Gray Ghost better or worse than number five? Pretty Poison. That's a tough one. Hmm. I'm inclined to say better. I'm not like married to that. Yeah. But when we come back to Pretty Poison, what we always come back to is that first dinner scene intercut with the helicopter chase. Right. And that is a great scene. I love the music in this one. Yes. The Where the Grey Ghost. You've got Grey Ghost theme, which is very... Serial, yeah, just uh, it's it's the kind of theater of the forties, thirties. It's it's just designed to give you that swelling feeling to just get you hyped for what's about to come. Yeah, and Pretty Poison has a lot going for it. The music was it wasn't bad by any means, no, but it wasn't one of the highlights. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. I think this is better. All right. Well, boy, that. uh, 
This might be a, a short science segment because we've only got a couple more decisions to make. But let's see. In that case, is the Grey Ghost better or worse than number two, See No Evil? Um, I'm, I'm going to say See No Evil was a little better. It's another close one. Yeah. But that had... I mean, it's funny to say See No Evil had higher stakes. I mean, it didn't. But Where the Grey <laughs> Ghost had terrorist bombings of a city. But it was never... It was never played for that. All the, like we joked earlier, it was like, ah, all those buildings are empty. Yeah. So fuck them. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of collateral damage in this episode. So the, the emotional stakes in yeah. See No Evil were higher. Yeah, anytime you have a little girl in danger, it's yeah. infinitely going to be uh, more... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think See No Evil is slight... Now, this is slightly yeah, better. Yeah, it's, it's a very close yeah. thing. The, in terms of spectacle, they're both strong, I think I would give the edge there still to see no evil. The animation, the invisibility effects, all the different ways they play with that. Yeah. The the way they they found a way in a story about an invisible man to work in a car getting hit a half invisible car <laughs> getting hit by a train and exploding. We we talked a long time on that one. Yeah. I was shocked at how long we talked about the invisible one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Narrowing in on it now is Beware the Grey Ghost, better or worse than number four, Heart of Ice. I think I'd give the edge to Beware the Grey Ghost. They're both strong episodes in different ways. Yeah, yeah you uh, have kind of... You've awakened me. You woke me, <laughs> as the kids would say, <laughs> to how Heart of Ice is an incredible episode, won an Emmy, but ultimately it's a lot of it is just the strength of the performance of Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And and the art. I mean, the not even necessarily the animation so much. It was well animated. Yeah. But... But it's uh, actually, Heart of Ice was another episode by Spectrum, the same one that did the Grey Ghost episode. Oh, okay. And yeah, apparently the the shading, I, I found this out while doing my research for this episode. Good like, podcast, yeah. Ben! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, the shading, the frost effect on, on Mr. Freeze's helmet mm-hmm. had to be hand-done in every frame oh, to get wow. it to look. Yeah, it's... It's not like big and bombastic, like an explosion, mm-hmm. but that is something that they cared about getting getting just exactly perfect. And they, right. back in the days before you had computers to do this shit for you, they spent the man hours to to get that effect just yeah. right. Yeah, I'm gonna. That said, yeah, I think beware the the gray ghost. Yeah. Yeah. I. All right, so that leaves us with just one more decision to make. Is Beware the Grey Ghost better or worse than number three, The Cat and the Claw? And, boy, these... I mean, I guess it it makes sense that these would just... These decisions (laughs) would just get harder and harder the closer we narrow it in. I kind of wish we were filming us right now, because our faces... Yeah. (laughs) We look like... We look like we're having our blood drawn right now, and 
it's Look. some guy who doesn't know what he's doing and he's poking at her <laughs> in her veins. It's just like, ah, See, this is why I take ice baths. This is why I take ice baths right. so that I can learn to endure discomfort. Jesus Christ. All right. You get one more attempt. Science is hard. Okay. You have to, just like Mr. Freeze, you have to draw yeah. all emotion out of yourself and look at the pure science. I know you got to start somewhere, but can I have someone who knows what the fuck they're doing? <laughs> I think Cat in the Claw is better. You know, I don't even know how to... All right, let's... Like, what What I want to do is just, just say, go with your gut. You're absolutely right. Do it. <laughs> I, I don't want to have to make a decision, so do it for me. But let's... This is about science. Right. So let's... Cat in the Claw is a big, sprawling story with a lot of complexity. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of cool action set pieces. It's got some good character stuff. I love the the Bruce, Selina, Batman, Catwoman dynamic. Yeah. But where the Great Ghost has a lot of heart, a lot of affection... That's more character-driven, though. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's a fairly simple, straight-ahead story. Yeah. And I think that's why that's why I'm, I'm okay keeping Cat in the Claw in the three spot and having Beware the Grey Ghost yep. at number four. Yep. Putting it down. Putting it down. Yeah, we're... Some of these top-tier episodes, like, basically everything in the top five now, if you were to just ask me... I'd, where should this rank? I'd say, well, that's that's got to be a contender for number one, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the the margins between these top five, which right now sit at Two Face, See No Evil, Cat in the Claw, Beware the Grey Ghost, and Heart of Ice. The margins between any of those are so razor thin. That's why you got to kind of, yeah. I nice. I always bring up music because music is yeah. is essential for this Batman animated series. Music is just a driving force for every episode. So a lot of these get edged out for me, not based on animation or the performances of the actors. It's at the end of the day, did the music have some kind of emotional connection to the narrative? Um, So that's why a lot of these, when I kind of root for them and it, this is for Pretty Poison for anyone who's listening. Mm-hmm. And not knocking Pretty Poison, but I feel like the music isn't as strong as other yeah. episodes are. So when I say no to Pretty Poison, a part of me dies inside. Because yeah. it's a really good episode. I just, some episodes have better score. Yep. Well, let's see. All right, so next week, I do not remember anything about the score in this episode, but I've been surprised before. But the next one is Prophecy of Doom. Uh, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is another one that has a reputation as a stinker. Yeah, I know this one. <laughs> it's It's got a, like a fortune teller type guy. Yeah, it's, his name is Nostradamus or something. Uh, yeah, it's it's I think it's it is Nostromos. Oh, so, oh yeah, they, okay. They, yeah, they took one <laughs> syllable out of Nostradamus. <laughs> I don't know if they thought the Nostradamus estate was going to sue them. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I don't think that's a thing. But <laughs> No, no. Yeah, I remember this one. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I've only watched this a couple of times. And I remember, I remember reading a review online of it before the last time I watched it. And I remember 
it getting just savaged and torn apart. And maybe it was just... I don't think it's a bad one, but mm-hmm. I do think it's a, a kind of one of those eye-rolling ones. Yeah, like kind of forgettable kind of... It's like be a clown. Yeah, uh, like... But where the great ghost has has something to say about the value of pulp entertainment... Yeah. Stuff like be a clown just is pulp entertainment yeah, without anything extra to say or any metal layer to give it extra value. There's a place for that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Have but, your cereal, be in your pajamas. Yeah, but it can be done well and it can be Batman in my basement. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see next week whether which one applies to Prophecy of Doom. Okay. Because I had fun this week. Did you have fun? I Kenny? did. All I had, right. It's good. It's always good to be uh, doing these. These are fun. Absolutely. Well, Kenny, where can folks find you if they want to have fun with you on the internet? You can find me at Wyski TV on YouTube, also on Facebook and YouTube. All right. You can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find the both of us at anchor.fm slash bat rankings. Click the button, subscribe using your podcatcher of choice. And if your podcatcher of choice happens to be Apple Podcasts, hit that five-star review. We're going to do Hammerman. Yeah, as soon as we hit 21, (laughs) we're going to review Hammerman. I'm going to do it whether you do it or not. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to hear us, and again, that will be a bonus episode. We'll release two episodes that week that is not taking the place of the Batman that you've come to expect. No, I think one is good enough. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye.